do this. Uh, relationship therapy session number six. Six. And how do you think we're going? I think we're doing not too bad. There's always more work to be done, but I think we've come a long way on this, yeah, quite a long journey actually. So what's to what's going to happen today? Yeah, I've been thinking, is there like this big bang moment or is it, I think, just really sticking with the the formula that is given us and just really trying to implement that on every scenario that you deal with on a day-to-day basis, whether it be big or small, which is quite hard to do in the heat of the moment, but it is just really embedding i think into your subconscious of seeing the other person in their pain and feeling um, what they're feeling and do you think these therapy sessions have helped our relationship definitely especially in a few scenarios of late so yeah i think it's just really trying to get that embedded into your subconscious so it just comes naturally and do you think that now you're through these conversations around having a child do you think that you feel any different? I mean, I think my outcome is still the same, but I think it's just really opening up your mind to understanding how other people think because your way is your way, but there's also other people's way. It's kind of like two two sides to every conversation. So feeling into that and understanding the other person's perspective will help a lot in communicating and understanding and making an argument probably more so turn into a conversation where it's just understanding. Mm. I I don't know if we said this in our last therapy session, but one of the things that really I think I realised is it's like, oh, I wrote this for Mamma Mia and I'll chuck the article in the show notes. But So I don't know if I actually said it to you on the last therapy session or if I wrote it, I can't remember. But is it like were we fighting for was the fight more about just being heard whenever we used to fight about it because we couldn't actually hear each other so then you become obsessed with what the thing that you want do you know what i mean yeah i think in some arguments definitely because you just like just fucking just hear me out like or so, just understand yeah it. i don't know in our scenario it is that i think it was more about just really what you deeply desire but yeah. in some arguments i do think sometimes that you're like fucking i just want to be right or I don't care about them, it's about me, I think ours is a bit different. But on a day-to-day, yeah, I think definitely um, this process will help a lot with just, yeah, not just being, what's the word, being right maybe. It's like it's just understanding where the other person is coming from. Do you realise now that you were just always trying to be right? No, like I said, not in this situation. (laughs) No, it's, it's a tough one because there is no right or wrong with our scenario um, in what you desire. It's just a personal thing. Um, but definitely helped us a lot with communicating around the topic and understanding from both sides. Well, hopefully our um, therapist turns up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he will. <laughs> Otherwise we'll be running the show. Uh, so James Fishgill, you can stalk him. This will be our last session with him today. He's an incredible relationship coach. And we'll get into today's episode. So I've just got a message from our therapist, James Fishgill, and he, he's not coming. Wow. <laughs> so you, Jimmy. I guess today today's episode is you and I. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Throwing us in the We pit. are going to talk on our own podcast. <laughs> wow, there you go. Something different. So our son turned four the other day. And when you think about it, we've been doing this podcast for four years. Yes, we had a break in there for a while, but we've been doing this podcast for four years. And I reckon the last three months to four months of deciding, you know, whether to have another baby or not has been the toughest parenting journey I've been on. It's funny how like you've, you've got your take and it is my take, you know, because like, I don't think, I mean, there's going to be times where we're both going to be really struggling. Um, but also over the four years, there's been definitely moments where I'd say hands down other moments much more harder to get through or deal with. And now your time sort of come a bit later on. Yeah. Um, so just interrupting our amazing new conversation with our James Fishgill, I said, so not on today. He's like, oh, fuck, I just saw the link come through. I'm stranded, clearing up some storm flooding. And then I said, haha, oh, fuck, not today. <laughs> and he said, not today. I'm so sorry for how frustrating this must be, which is the whole thing is about communication. So he will always acknowledge that we must be frustrated that we're, you know, because it was our last session. Yeah. He, oh. he literally plays into. But anyway, so update from him. Um, so he's not coming today, so it is just us. So, yeah, I think for me, this is what the way that I think I said it to you the other day. Like, as a parent, I've tried to be as conscious as I can. So, like, and by that I mean, you know, aware of Memphis's emotions, aware yeah. of, um, you know, like the conversations that psychologists are having today, that parenting experts are having today around how to raise a human today. Because yeah. we're looking at a generation like us who have a lot of mental health issues. And then if you look at our parenting, like the way our parents parented, we we they weren't educated in how to, like they were just doing their best. Yeah. But they weren't really, they didn't have the resources that there is out there now. So, but what I said to you is I think, because I've been raised this way, fucking hell, I am triggered like something so severely at the moment with like emotions or situations. And I said to you, like, it's actually really emotionally taxing parenting this way. And then I saw some memes the other day that friends, even girlfriends were sharing, you know, and it's like, there's just so much pressure on being a, I think, like a conscious parent. Absolutely. Like um, I'm probably, well, I'm definitely not as conscious as you are. And, you know, I see the things that you do with MEP, which is just really awesome because you are there when he really needs you, um, even though it's so hard for you to be there because he's just, disregarding your warmth and love for him. Like, you you, you know, there's moments where you just want to yell, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the honest truth. Yeah. And if you don't actually think that, sometimes I don't know. I don't human. know. Human. No, you can't con consciously parent and just be there every second of the day, regardless of how they're behaving or acting up. Um all the time like you are and I say this to you I said you are a human sometimes you do get you know angry at him or raise your voice like that is completely normal and I've said to you like if you were to do that day in day out every every minute of every day well then yes it is something you need to look into and try and figure out what is triggering you constantly um 
So I think you do need to be kind to yourself that you're not a bad person if you were to get upset at your child. It's just when it goes on and on and on, then you need to go, okay, well, why is that not? Well, how can I change my ways so I don't get triggered all the time? Um, it, it is interesting. Yeah, what I find interesting with like the um, conscious parenting is like, is that the, the perfect way going forward? Are we going to be finding out in 10, 15 years that, you know, too much conscious parenting has a knock-on effect. But I don't think we are too much conscious because we're still we're still learning to like yeah, but learn you know, our learn our own emotions and stuff now. Yeah, but as you were saying, you know, our parents didn't have the tools. Yeah. We've only got the tools oh. that we've got now and in 10, 15, 20 years time. As time mm-hmm. goes by, generally everyone should be getting better, like generations should be developing, yeah. upskilling, um, being more efficient, all of that. Um, so you know, I think doing a bit of the old school teaching uh, and upbringing and the new school is 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 vital to have that array of tools rather than just sticking with one way because I don't think there is one way mm. and every moment and every argument and every situation is going to be different. So, and also where your head's at, you know, you might have had a real shit day at work um, and unfortunately you do take that home with you and take that out in your family um, which sucks, but it does happen. It's just kind of being a human. Uh, it's, it's the tools that I guess we get from um, coaches or psychs and that, like the, the tools that we've been taught from fish um, in how to try and address every argument with a, a level head. Yeah. And, and I guess that does come back to being conscious, you know. It's not just you just seeing red, seeing rage or something triggering you and you're just going bang, you know. It is trying to take a step back for that split second and then, you know, um, tackle on the the conversation or the conversation that you're having with your kid. Mm. But it, it's it's just capturing that moment or just stopping for that split second before you react rather than process, then react. Oh, I've Googled so many things about, like, how to handle this and that. And, right, I've talked to people on this podcast and I'm like, the last thing I think about sometimes is breathing when he has... I can tell as soon as he wakes up what he's going to be like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can tell that he's going to throw his breakfast at me. I can tell he's going to fucking scream at me that he wants tiny teddies as soon as he wakes up. I can tell that he won't get in the car and put his seatbelt on. Like I can fucking tell when he wakes up. And so I think it depends also like where I'm at, which is like the whole trigger thing. Like I really need my time in the morning to do my breath work, to do my meditation. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm setting myself up for success. Now that doesn't work every single time. Is that because he interrupts you? Yeah, at the moment. moment. But I think, you know, one thing that I've realised for me, and I think, you know, you've probably seen this on the podcast, is like I've evolved as a person and as a mum and as a human that, my critical mind is so fucking critical and the other day I decided that I was gonna through all of this like parenting at the moment of like I said finding it so emotionally draining like I diagnosed myself with emotional parenting burnout found some websites and stuff it was like tick box tick box tick box (laughs) but I thought the other day like how can I help myself and I thought I am not going to question any move that I make with Memphis today so, you know, sometimes it will be like, oh, if we get to the park, it's like, oh, we should have rode or we should have, do- oh, I should have brought his hump jumper. Or, oh, I should have put sunscreen on. Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. That's like my fucking brain 24-7. And so the other day I was like, I'm going to 
from the moment I wake up, not question any decision I make with him. And my God, I felt so peaceful by the end of the day. Like, yeah, he had tiny teas for breakfast. Yeah, he might have got two marshmallows at the cafe and he ran the cafe that we're at. And yeah, he drove the car. (laughs) (laughs) But I actually realised how much my mind is what I think is like it's not necessarily Memphis all the time, it's my mind. Well, I was just going to touch, I guess, base on that and go, yeah, like for me I don't have really those thoughts and I do think it does come down to you and your, your whether it be mental health issues or like a diagnosis of ADHD, ADD, um, and those overactive thoughts and mind uh, on a day-to-day basis, whether it's around kids day-to-day you know tasks or at work um for me i don't feel like i get caught on that merry-go-round or triggered with repetitious thoughts and the critical yeah so you're saying that you might wake up and say right that's it i'm not going to have those thoughts today and you can block them out why can't you do that every single well so this is the thing right like it is that's the thing because if you look into the critical mind have you read my book drunk on confidence (laughs) where you meet all the inner mean girls and stuff so what through the stuff that I've kind of this is like deep conversations by the way through the stuff that I've read understanding the mind having done my neuro-linguistic programming is my mind is programmed to be negative and critical yeah and that doesn't have to be anxiety that doesn't have to be no anything it can be the way that my mum is if you look at her she questions every decision that she does she's so hard on herself and if you look at a lot of people how tough people are on themselves and that is because of the way that our minds develop when we're zero to seven and we get that critical thinking and then obviously anxiety and that can perpetuate it ADHD like you know you've got that shame spiral all those kind of things like I said I'm not a fucking doctor I'm just telling you like what my experience of understanding this and doing the work and understanding my own mind so I we have really powerful minds yeah but mine has been negatively skewed now that could be like I said from the way that my parents were and then you know that that becomes a behavior and programming of mine it could be mental health wiring, like, you know, there's many different factors. And so there are times that I'm like, you, I don't even realise I'm doing it. I don't know how to stop. Yeah, it's just you know the, what I mean? natural yeah. style, whether but it be right or wrong. It's just, you know that's been the work for me. Like, yeah. over the last, like I put so much pressure on myself as a radio host, as, you know, a high, a high, a high, what's it called? Performing, yeah, actor, <laughs> <laughs> a high performance. I was going to call myself an athlete, <laughs> a high performance, you know, um, achiever, yeah. overachiever, yeah. But like, like I guess going back to you saying, right, today I'm, I'm going to block all that out, and you do that. Can you just say that to yourself every day? Oh, I try, and that's I reckon why I feel like I'm getting with parenting. It's like with Memphis getting up at, you know. We had Donna on the other day talking about early rising, but he's still getting up early. And I was sitting there thinking this morning, well, fuck, like, that's my time and my space. But also he's at that age now, like, come in, watch what I'm doing. 
like see yeah. what I'm doing so you know that that's good for you too. Yeah. To meditate, to do this. Like this morning when you left and I was still in there, he was just doing some yoga poses with me and we were just doing some breath, <laughs> like little breathing. Conditions. Yeah, he only lasted like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So I think it's like just, yeah, going with the flow. Yeah, like it's it, it's it's frustrate, work. It's frustrating, obviously, when you do fall back into the the mindset that you know isn't the best one. Um, but like you said, it's probably years of being unlearning. That it's like, and this is what yeah. I talked about. Like, I've got to reparent myself. I've got to re. I've got to relearn and unlearn. And like I said, this is quite a fucking deep, heavy topic for people. If you're like, what do you mean? Like, if you've never looked into self-awareness, understood, you know, yourself and been on the self-development journey, it's all very like, what? What the fuck are they saying? Yeah. But for me, like, that's the stuff that I've been exploring the last few years, but I just, I still didn't realise how much I beat myself up because the thoughts for me necessarily weren't there as much as more the behaviour. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so I'd yell at Memphis or whatever and then, You'd see it in my posture, in my tone, in the the rest of the day was fucked, like, because I was beating myself up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, um, and I think, um, you know, you'll probably phase out of that if he's in a good mood because then you'll lose that sort of angst around being a parent or trying to be a good parent and then he'll flare up again and then so all those bad parenting styles or you'll fall into their trap of like arguing back with them instead of having like holding space for them <laughs> and it's oh. a merry-go-round it's certainly um yeah it's not just a one steady pace no um, and like I said you know I, I probably had my harder days when he was younger and now I probably in myself I feel a lot easier around him and enjoying it but also I do see the other side where he's becoming more of a, a human like he's growing up um you know he's knowing i don't need to do what you tell me i can push back i will do what i want um and sometimes you just say you know what? fuck it just do whatever you want i don't really care mate you know what you're doing go for it and other days you're like nah i am the parent i need to make sure i discipline you and pull you into line as to what is right and wrong but also it's, it's a fine line because they are so young yeah, and just you don't, you, but also I, I say that lightly because they are also very smart, and I see a lot of the time he plays us off. Like he'll go to you when I know, and then he knows he's done wrong, and I'll pull him into line, and he'll be like, "I need a hug or something," just to try and snap out of that. I'm I'm in the wrong, and I see it a mile away. But well, maybe because, but maybe he comes to me because he knows that, like I show him that, and he might really do, do like he might really need that hug. That's yeah. where I think there's that old mentality of like that old school, like he needs discipline and he needs this. Like, yeah, I know what we you're need saying, rules, but... we need boundaries, but rules are fucking meant to be broken. Well, don't set the standard because otherwise you're going to have a terror. <laughs> He's already a terror, but so are you and so am I. I'm no terror, <laughs> I'm an angel. Uh, but no, it's um, it is interesting how I guess you perceive and see things and mm. how I do. It's always going to be different, but. You know, at the end of the day, we all want the best for him um, by allowing him to be himself, first and foremost, but also knowing right and wrong and appropriate times. Yeah. Um, and giving us space as well. That's another thing I think is hard. Like you say in the morning, he doesn't give you space. If he needs it, he'll be right in there. Mm. And then that 
reflects on how your day. breakfast as soon as he wakes up and I'm like, mate, let me do my thing. Yeah, just give me 20 minutes and then I'll get you it. But sometimes it's like, well, can you get him your breakfast, uh, him his breakfast, and then you go back to doing your thing and it's like, no, I'm finished breakfast, now I want mum. And you're like, <laughs> fucking kill me. Just oh. give me a bit of space, please. Just allow me to do my thing so I can set myself up well, but also he has his needs. So. But you know what's so good about having a four-year-old? is like he thinks it's so awesome to go get you something from the fridge now or like, here, mum, I'll help you put your shoes on or, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. what was it yesterday? I can't remember, but he was just like, no, I'll do it. And it's like it was just a... Oh, there's a lot of convenience. So I think I was sitting on the couch and I was going to buy something. And oh, yeah. I said, hey, man, can you go get my wallet, please? It's like, yep, no worries. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Walks off to the bar. It grabs the um, wallet off the bar and then comes back. And I'm like, good then, on you, can, mate. Can you also get my phone, please? And then he's like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he loves it. Uh, and then give it a little bit of time and he'll be like, you get it. You're lazy. Like, Don't make me do you uh, any work. Oh, uh, so good. Well, let us know where you're at with your parenting journey of a well, I don't think we can call him a toddler anymore. I think we're officially in... What's the next stage? Infant? No, that was before. Infant's baby and then a toddler. He probably is still a toddler. Is he? Young child. Yeah, child. Child. That yeah. doesn't sound as good, does it? Yeah. Um, anyway, we're off to pick our child up from daycare. Thank you so much for listening to First Time Parents. We will be back with session six with james fish gill if he shows up yep we'll wrap up that season <laughs> yeah we'll wrap up the season so thank you so much for listening and we'll chat to you soon lots of love bye bye